can you speak up just a little bit so the recorder, I know you're tired and you're stressed um, and we won't be here any longer than we have to be. Uh, you've already had a conversation with people before. You came here on your own free will to talk to us. We picked you up at, at your request and brought you here. Um, you can get up and leave at any time. You don't have to talk to us. If there's a question you don't want to answer, don't answer it. If you don't want to talk anymore, just tell me I want to. I'm, tell me I want to leave. And I'm kind of in the way of the door. But you're not being uh, you're, you're not being uh, interrogated as a criminal suspect. We're here to understand uh, your relationship with Chris and what you know about Chris and his family and uh, events relating to Chris Watts. And do you know him as Chris or Christopher? Either one. Okay. Um, so the phone number that you reached him on, can you tell me what that number was? I think I deleted that out of my phone, too. I just, like, cut him out of my life. It's a 910 number. You guys have it. Well, we gave it to Mark yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I probably have, have it, it, but just in case... I don't have it anymore. If I recited it to you, would you know it? Just the first three numbers. Okay. But nine. you know it as a 910 number? Yes, that's what I do know. I, I mean, that's okay. what I've got. North Carolina or something. Yeah, North Carolina. Carolina. Okay. So let's just start with, like, a timeline of your um, getting to know Chris, how you guys met, where you met, all those things. And let's just run. And I, I'm not going to ask you specific questions unless I think it's necessary. I'll let you just tell me your story. I think it's a little bit easier that way. So I just want to know how you met him, where you met him, how long you guys were dating, uh, and those kind of things initially. Okay. Um, I think I met him sometime in June, probably early June. It might have been May. It was just talking at work. It was pretty casual. Um, and uh, he didn't have a wedding ring on his finger. And every time I talked to him, he didn't tell me that he was in a relationship. He didn't even mention his kids right away either. Um, and then one day he told me that he had two kids. I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, started telling me about his kids. That sounded like a sarcastic comment. No, I thought it was kind of cute. I was like, oh, he's a dad. It was like right around Father's Day too. So whenever that is, is that in June? Okay. Yeah. So I'm not good with holidays. He told me he had kids, and then it was Father's Day shortly after okay. that. So that's what I do now. And I was like, I know, I thought it was cute. And then um, he's telling me about him. He's pretty excited about him. And then um, he mentioned that he did have a significant other. And then he told me that those two were in the process of a separation. Did he mention the children's name or his significant other's name? Um, I didn't know his significant other's name for a while. And then I think he told me his kids' names pretty quick, but to be honest with you, on an exact date of when that happened, I don't know. So in May and June, first of all, where do you work? I work at Andarco Petroleum Corporation. I'm contracted to Andarco Petroleum Corporation. Okay, and you work out of an office setting where? In Platteville, Colorado. Okay, and Chris also works out of that location, per yes. se? Yes, yes. He's in the field, but he comes into the office with his team. So you work, uh, what is your job responsibility? I do healthy, health, safety, and environment. Okay, so you work in the office and you take care of health safety for, Anadarko is an oil and gas company, right? Yes. So you're doing health safety in the office and Chris works in the field? Yes. As a 
what what kind of job does he do? He's an operator. So I don't know like all of his daily duties, but he's a field operator, so he works with like the oil wells. So he goes out and does work on those, whatever yes. um, that work might be. But he comes into the office frequent. In or? the mornings. His team meets in the mornings. They don't, they're not all in there every day. Some days some of them are in there, some days other ones are in there. But in the mornings, typically, from like 6.15 to probably 7, somewhere around there. And is that where you met Chris? Yes. Okay. So can you just take us through kind of a little bit of uh, the early part of how you guys how he courted you or you courted him, I don't know which one happened, um, how you guys got to know each other. Um, I guess we just started talking. He actually, um, so part of my job is to manage the gas monitors that we have. So Anadarko requires all of their field personnel to carry like uh, gas monitor sensors for toxic gases. And it was my job to control all the inventory, any issues, anything like that. Um, and we were having some pretty serious like equipment issues and we had uh, numerous amounts of people coming in my office one day and he happened to be one of them. Um, and I'd seen him before, like they meet in the, in the lunchroom and that's where I go put my lunch in the fridge. So I'd seen him, but I didn't ever like talk to him. Um, so that day we just started talking and then every time I saw him in the hallway after that, and it was always hit or miss, like it wasn't an everyday thing. It was just when I saw him, we just started talking and we just kind of had a lot in common and just hit it off. So we'd always have, you know, pretty good conversations. And then I don't know, one day he just, he, he told me that he had kids and started talking about his kids and then mentioned, yes, that I have a wife, but we're getting separated. So, okay. And when do you think that was? When he said all that? So specifically when he told you he was getting separated from his wife. Was that within the first couple of weeks that you knew him, or was that later on? You said you met him around May or June. Yeah, it was still in June. Okay. It would have been before Father's Day. So had you guys ever gone out on any kind of uh, no. date at that time? You just no, 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 no. conversing at work? Yeah, that's all it was. And then, um, I don't know, we started hanging out. We hung out. We went to went to a park. Hung out at a park. Let's go back real quick. So he took. Why did he tell you that he was getting a divorce? Did he ask you out at that time? No, he didn't. I think he was probably interested in me, and so um, he talked to me a couple times uh, via his work phone, and I was like, uh, no. Like it was still very like friendly conversation. But then when I realized like this man is interested in me. I'm interested in him. This is personal. So we got away from the Anadarko thing because I really don't want those guys affiliated with any of this. And So you have a work phone that's he, specifically... No, I have one phone that I do both on. He has two phones. Okay, so he had your phone, the 720656. That's the only number that I roll with all the time. Okay. So he has two phones. All right. One of those owned by Anadarko yes, and one sir. personal. Yes, sir. Do you know what his Anadarko phone number nope. was? It's been so long, and it, I mean, I'm sure I could, like, look it up, but I tried to look it up for those guys yesterday, and I couldn't find it. Okay. Um, we but, can find it. That's okay. <clears throat> just wondering if you knew it. Um, but at that point, we just, like, took it to his phone because I just felt it was, like, better that way. Um, and we just continued to talk, and then... Um, Let me go back to the park. Where was the park? It's, like, down the street from my house. It's called East Lake Number 3. Your your house yes. in Northland? Yes. And that was in the June time frame? I 
Yeah, or like the beginning of July. It was like right around my birthday. It's like so sometime at the very end of June or the beginning of July. Okay. And that's the first meeting you had outside of work? Yeah. Um, basic conversation for a first date? I mean, we kept it pretty simple, I guess. You know, um, I don't even remember everything we talked about. We sure. were there for a few hours. Um, but Understand my... So if, if I ask about conversation, what I'm looking for, was he talking about his family during any of these meetings? Those are the kind of, I understand, uh, every, you know, whatever you guys were talking about, relationship, your life, your interests, those things, that we don't need to know that. What I'm interested in is knowing is when he brings up his children, when he brings up his wife, when he brings up financial information, when he brings up his home, when he brings up, Anything that may have been, and, and it's been a few days, so you've had a chance to reflect on um, some articles that you may have read, and you know, unfortunately, that you're in a situation where somebody has been murdered. And that information, when you look backwards um, in your memory with the conversations with Chris, anything that he might have said that would be relative to that, and I'm not just, you know, even if he one day he was mad and he said, I want to do this or do that, um, you know, anything like that. If he ever made any kind of statements that you were like, whoa, that was weird, um, or why would he say that, or why did he mention that? Do you understand what I'm, I'm No, I for? completely understand. I just feel like some of this happened so long ago that I can't tell you, like, the exact words of the exact conversation at the exact time sure. and place, because it's like, we had a lot of conversations. I mean, we talked every single day, so it's so like, a- I'm trying to help you guys with the stuff, like... The stuff that's more current, I can give you guys a lot more, like, detail and exact times. But when you're asking me about something that happened six weeks ago and exactly what was said, it's like, I mean, I'm sure I can give you a general idea. But to be honest with you, like, to pinpoint exact words, it's not going to happen. I'm not looking for exact words. Um, Just more, uh, let's say six weeks ago he said something that triggered with you last night. Um, That's what I'd be looking for. Or something four weeks ago. And if you don't remember where it was or the specific words, that doesn't matter. Just he said something that was off the wall or he said this or he said that that has caused you a moment to pause and you go, wow, I wonder why he said that. Now knowing what you know today. Do you understand where where I'm going with that? I completely understand. And to be honest with you, I mean, there were several discussions that we had about his current relationship and where it had gone and what it had caused. Um, And he talked about his kids from time to time. But the thing was, is he was never hostile. It was never anything aggressive. Like, even when he spoke of his wife and the fact that they were separating, it was never, like, ill. It was was very, it was still very kind. It was just like, this is not working, you know, and would explain why. But it wasn't anything out of the ordinary or anything that I think would scare me. And to this day, even after everything that I found out, I still look back at that, and I don't see any red lights with the way that he spoke of his family. Can you just describe his overall demeanor over the 8, 10, 12 weeks that you guys knew each other? It wasn't that long. It was like six weeks that we were hanging out. I guess we knew each other longer. Okay, but but you met him in the office, and just his overall persona, who was, was he aggressive? Was he mellow? Was he calm? Was he... 
outspoken. What, who was Chris? He, I, you know, I think he's an introvert. I would consider him to be like a pretty, I don't want to say he's a very reserved individual. I think he's probably more reserved around other people. I think he emphasized to me that one of the reasons that he really enjoyed talking to me is because if he felt like he could get out of his shell. He said around most people, he just like didn't really feel the, the need to, to like talk and converse. And it wasn't just in his home life, just in general. It wasn't something where he, he's an introvert. And he said with him, with me, it made him feel like he could really just start talking about things that excited him. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that we had things in common. Um, so with me, I think he was a little bit more outgoing, but even then, I would still consider him to be an introvert. I so mean, not on the extreme end. If an introvert went to like one to ten, I'd put him at like a four or five. So on the lighter side of introvert, pretty even cute. Yes, like really relaxed, like all the time. He was never really like worked up about anything. Just mellow, chill, easy going guy. Very much. Okay. And he was that way with you. Did you ever? Did he ever have any kind of? Uh, did you guys ever have arguments? I mean, no. pretty short relationship. No arguments during that time. No. Did he ever lose his temper at any time? Never. You guys never had a yelling match. No. So you never saw him upset or mad. No. And there was a couple times that we had some disagreements on things that as we like further progress into this story, you know, but it was never like, I am very calm when I talk to people. It's like extremely rational when I handle situations that there's a disagreement in. And he always was the exact same way. Like always. Like I never stressed anything. I think one thing that actually kind of drew me to him was the fact that he was like very open with communicating with me if there were any like differences on how we saw things or or just like open-minded about things it was it was actually i i personally thought it was kind of unique because usually most of the men that i've ever met are typically very closed off and i didn't get that from him at all but it was always like kind very kind so no sense that this guy had a temper or not it wasn't all. was aggressive or he never lost his mind and yelled and said crazy stuff or anything no. like that okay no. so can we just kind of go back to your relationship you say you guys had a lot in common what what was that oh i mean like we we're both really into fitness i think that's important it's a lifestyle um both of us ate pretty healthy so i think that was important as well um he's like a total gearhead he likes cars a lot and i don't know nearly as much about them but it's always been something that i've been pretty interested in so we definitely talk about stuff like that um and I, I guess he was always willing to like learn new stuff and vice versa like I like to travel a lot it's not something that he's done a lot but he seemed like really interested in what I had to share with him and vice versa so even if it wasn't something that we originally had in common together it was just like hey I respect what you have to say and vice versa so you guys yin and yang you got oh, along pretty well very well and no time, he never gave any indication that None. that he was having issues. Um, so you, when, during your guys' dating time, did you guys spend most of the time at your place? Always. Okay, always at your place. I told, well, or we'd go out, but um, I told Mark yesterday, he asked me if I went over there, and I told him about one time that I went over to that house. I've been to that house twice, but it was very, very brief. And it was not like an extended stay. I did not 
feel comfortable there or like I just didn't want to be there. It's not my life. Like that is somebody else's life and somebody else's existence and I respect that. That's their space. And so I used to tell him, well, come to my house because this is like, this is our space. This is my space. And so for me, out of respect, just for like whatever situation he had going on and the fact that it's not my home, um, I felt that it was better to, to be in my place. And I, I live alone. I don't have any roommates or anything, so it's pretty easy to do that. So during June and July, did you were you aware that he uh, his family was not... His, did you meet his children? No, nope. I didn't want June to. During June and July. And he didn't ask me to. Okay. I mean, not that I didn't want to ever. It was just not now. It's like you're not finalized with your separation. And not only that, we've barely been dating. Like you can't introduce kids to somebody new in a situation like that. That's something that takes time. I mean, would I have liked to have met them? Of course. They, you know, I mean, that would have been a, a great honor for me to have somebody introduce their children into my life, you know, and, and, but not then. It was something that it was like, okay, well, let's see where we're at in six months. Let's see where we're at in a year. And if we're still doing this and you and me are still, you know, happy with where we're at and you think that this is something that is going to be long-term and is worth bringing your children into the picture, then yes, I would love to meet them. But it's like, not right now. You are still in this situation where you're not even completely out of it and I'm getting in it and that's not fair for them. And that was kind of the policy that I had with him was it was just like, yes, but not yet. So did he ask to introduce you to his children? Not at that time. Okay. I think both him and I were on the same page of Eventually, if things went as they should, in I understand your guys' relationship is very new and young. Yeah. Um, so, although it was short, I just laying everything out helps us understand what actually was going on with him. And yep. some we may, I might ask you a question, and you're going, "Why the heck would he ask me that?" Probably because I have information that I'm not willing to share with you, and I'll tell you that right now. I'm not going to tell you some questions. I'm going to ask you. You're going, what the heck? I want to share some information with you. Just It protects you and it protects our investigation. So if it seems weird, there's a reason I'm asking it. That's and fine. it's usually relative to what I know. Um, so don't don't take offense to it. Again, it's just part of what we need to know. Um, Understood. So just you went to his house on two occasions. Yes. Was, was that recent? No, that was like pretty early into it. And I did not like it and did not want to go back. Do you recall where the house was? Yeah, it's like right off the highway in Frederick. Okay. And you know the streets? I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out again if I, like, really had to. Like, off the top of my head, no. Do you know the street name? No. Okay. I would have to, like, drive around in there to get there. Okay. Um, did it look like anybody else lived at that house at that oh, time? Oh, definitely. Okay. I mean, the so whole thing. that would freak you out? I mean, he told me that he was living in the basement, um, and he said, we're separated, but we're not divorced and we're going to get ready to sell the house. And that was the impression that I was under. And I was under the impression that they were taking everything pretty slow with this, with, like, getting ready to sell the house. I mean, those are big things. So that's what I was informed. And, I mean, if you think about it, this whole thing happened in a six-week stretch. Like, that's not really that much of a time frame. So in that sense, like, it's believable to me. Um, yes, I went I went to the house, and um, the first time I was there... Um, I hung out in their, like, front living room. I just sat on the floor, and it was on the 4th of July. It was the morning of the 4th, and I was helping him uh, to set up, 
MyFitnessPal app and, like, track his food and his calories and stuff because he does pretty good with the working out and stuff. And he asked me, he's like, can you help me just, like, get this dialed in? It's like, yeah, I can do that. So that he invited me up to the house, and I was already kind of hesitant to do it because I was like, there are other people that live here, and I just felt like it was an invasion of space. And so I went up there, and we just stayed in that front room, and I helped him out with that um, and got him all set up with that. And then... Uh, Oh, he asked me if I wanted lunch, and he grilled chicken and carrots, chicken and carrots. And then uh, that's all he had. And I was like, okay, so we uh, so we ate, and then I left. And then there was another day about, I can give you the date-ish. Let me look at a calendar. I think it was the weekend after my birthday. Uh, just a thing on the courtesy for the phone for... What was that guy's name? Don? This gentleman. Oh. Thornton PD. I just met him today. <laughs> oh, do you want to do the I phone? I forgot today? about that. For TPD. I it's not for them. They're doing it for us. Yes. We just didn't, we don't have the equipment with us to do it, and I asked them to do it for us. They're not involved in this investigation. He would just be a uh, computer person. He would not be looking at any of this stuff. That uh, would fall to myself. So... Keep that in mind. He's not involved in this investigation. Thornton PD has nothing to do with this, other than letting us use their facility and um, helping us with some electronic download. He's not going to look at your phone right now. He's going to put it on a disc, and they're going to give it to me. Gotcha. Oh, what do you think? I really want to help you guys. I do. I feel like this whole thing is just going to be crazy regardless of whether I give you my phone or not. I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. Like, it's happening. It's going to happen. Well, the text reiterate what you've been saying all along, so it's not like... Well, they do. That's the other thing, too. I mean, that's kind of a good backup. Yeah, I'll give it to them. I think you hit the nail right on the head. There's reasons why we want everything. Um, It validates things that we know. I'm not going to come out and tell you that... I. If you tell me something today, we'll validate it with your text messages, whether it's the ones yeah, we have yeah, now yeah. or the ones you're going to give us. I'll give Certainly. It to him if you want to go get him, I, was... I want you to read this, is what I want you to do before you decide that, okay? Um, so, the second time I went to that house, I'm not sure what day it was, but it was the weekend of the 14th um, of August? July. July. I don't know if it was the 14th or the 15th, um, one of those two days. But we had went out, and we stopped there just real quick on the way back. And we were there not very long, but that time I saw a picture of his wife and one of his kids. And I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, she's so beautiful. And I, like, took a step back, and I was just like, this man has a gorgeous house. He has beautiful babies. He has a beautiful wife. He has an awesome job. Like, why would he want to leave this? And I remember talking to him about it, and that was the first time that I tried to actually say, what do you think about not separating from your wife? Like, what if you really try to work on this? And he had expressed to me that we've tried to work on this, and it's not working, so that is why we're separating. And I spent some time, like, just, you know, kind of, because it, it almost made me feel bad, where I was, like, to the point where I'm engaging in a relationship with a man who, the way he described it is, 
in a contractual agreement, but was not in, like, an emotional relationship with somebody. Um, and for me, the way I would have preferred to do this is to have waited until that contractual agreement was also done, and he was done. And he could have approached me and said, I just had a divorce, you know, maybe we could take this slow, what do you think? But instead it was, oh, we're separated, and we're working on a divorce, and... That is the part that I feel bad about because I should have waited on that and I didn't. And, you know, I was just like, well, they're already there. So, you know, but then being in that house, I was just like, why? Fix this. Find a way to fix this. Make it work, you know? And, and I would, I would, I was like trying to push him to do it and he seemed pretty reluctant to do it. He didn't want to. And, um, I don't know. We were still seeing each other fairly frequently, but I kind of, like, backed away so we weren't hanging out quite as much. And we were still close, but it was just, like, I really wanted him to try. Like, I wanted to know that he tried and it didn't work, and then he moved on, not... Not that, you know, they both kind of tried and then he got himself into a situation with somebody else. And I don't know, I just thought he had a beautiful life going on and he could have made it work. That was the way I looked at it from the outside. So is this something you reflected on since this event or was this you? No, I was doing it then. Like You, you said this, this doesn't look right. He's kind of, um, I don't want to be responsible for breaking up a marriage, especially with two children. Is that kind of the gist I'm getting here? I didn't think it didn't look right. I mean, I, I think he was legitimately sleeping in the basement, and I don't, I didn't think that these two were, I mean, I think it was like, hey, we're both stuck in this house for now. we got to sell this. In the meantime, you live here, I live here, we sleep in different rooms, take care of the kids. That's just like kind of how I took that. And, um, no, I didn't think it didn't look right. I just thought it just seemed like he had so much going on and it was just beautiful that I was like, why don't you just try this out, you know, and see if you can fix it. And he'd always be like, well, what about us? What about us? I'm like, don't worry about us. Like that is more important. Like try to see if you can like salvage whatever it is that you have going on with your wife. And, and, you know, he, I always got the impression that he was a great father to his kids, like always. And so, you know, and I was like, and be the dad that you want to be. I was like, and see if you can make it work. And he just, like, we kind of talked about it off and on for, like, a few weeks. And I was just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I think I was kind of, like, cold feeting about it when I went, after I went over his house. And so this was, like, pretty early on. And then um, he told me that, uh, oh, he went to, um, he went to North Carolina. And he was like, I'm going to talk to her when I'm in North Carolina and see if I can get her to do this, to, like, try to, like, rekindle the flame. Okay, so try to uh, salvage his relationship as you've been asking him. Yes, and, and then if he when decided... When go to North Carolina? Um, I think it was, like, the last week of July, somewhere around there. Okay. So, I mean, this was, like, a couple weeks that I was just kind of, like, trying push him to let's, let's pause at North Carolina and we'll okay. come back to that real quick. I want you to read this. If you don't understand what it means, then ask me the question. But basically what it says is you have the right not to let me look at your phone. I'm asking to look at your phone for the purposes we've previously discussed, for the text messages and your phone log, 
and unfortunately the photos that are attached therein too. Um, that information is only rel relative to this investigation. I'm not looking at anything else except for the conversations between you and Chris Watts and the phone um, data between you and Chris Watts for phone calls for times and dates for those phone calls. Um, and then the content of the text messages that, that are there. And we can, we'll write that specifically down here. Understand I that. I don't if, want anybody to get some of those texts. Like, they have nothing to do with this case, and they're just like. Between you and Chris? Yes. They're just. They're just. So just tell me what you're. They're just kind of raunchy. Okay. Like, well, I don't need anybody. Everybody's I don't an adult. Need that posted, like, <laughs> We're not gonna somewhere. Post it. Um, it, the, I don't need. I don't want the newspapers that, to get that. That's all I want. The I just only need ones them that we would be looking that. for again is the same kind of questions we're getting to here: is things about his children, things about his wife, the, the questioning of did he ever, you know, has he ever said something to you that might indicate, maybe not then, but now that there was something like this in his mind, or you you know what we're looking for. I don't need to come out and tell you that. I understand the embarrassment of particular photos or potential um, sexual types of conversations you may have had with Chris. Uh, it's it's not relative to the investigation. We don't care. Okay, you're an adult. I'm an adult. Everybody in this room, even your dad, and I give it to you for saying that stuff in front of your dad because I'm not sure many women could do that. Um, so that's not what we're we're after. We're after the the information that corroborates things that you've told us and also that corroborates or um, may tend to prove that things that Chris told us were a lie. You understand that? Mm -hmm. um, and that's maybe going a little bit far. I usually won't tell people that, but because of your reservations, that's what I'm looking for. If I can disprove something he's told me by a phone record, phone records don't lie. People do. Okay? So if I can disprove something that may be important, that's what I need it for. I'm not saying I can. Has it happened before? Absolutely. Is it critical in cases that I've worked in the past? Yes. So that's why I want it. Okay? Um, again, you don't have to give it to me. You can tell me I don't want you to have it. Go get a warrant. Um, I'm not even going to tell you if I go get a try to get a warrant right now. I'm just asking for you to consent. And, and again, we can write right here what you're willing to give me, which is the text messages and the phone log. And unfortunately, again, the, the attachments on some of those text messages, and I'll write it on there, and then you'll just sign it. Okay? Do you, under, do you understand the questions there? Do you have questions about any of the things that it says? You understand you don't have to do this. You're doing it of your own free will. And I know you're tired, so if you want to let your dad read it too. He will. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's a good idea. Can you fill it out before I sign it? Yep. And just you read it. If you have any questions, then we'll we'll put on there what we're after. I am so hungry. You should have told me. I would have got you some food. I got food in my car. It's not staying down. It's just coming. She hadn't been up. feeling good. Not because any just. Like I got sick prior to Jim. this whole whole thing happening, and then I think all of this compounding with the fact that I'm sick. It's just not good. I've not really been eating or sleeping much at all. Yeah, I, I'm with you. We definitely need to accelerate the case because the more long, the more it takes, the less sure that they are of 
situations. But on the other end, I think if we, if you do just that only, you tell me what you're willing to provide is that, to me, and we'll is that good it enough? I just want like our text conversation, and then I guess our phone call records. So I'm going to put um, so the time and date of the phone call records, and then our text message. Could we get photos of him? Huh? Could we get photos of him? Off of Would that. Would you mind if we got his photos that he sent to you? Oh, well, they'll be in that text message thing. So all of his photos were sent? There was no apps or anything else you no, used that you no, guys no, no, were no, sending? No, 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 It was all just text messages? Yeah. Okay. So it'd be an attachment to a text that he sent you? Pretty much. But uh, everything is in the text and the phone call records. So... Like, all of it. Because we don't have it on tape, we discussed prior to turning the tape on, um, on Tuesday, which would have been the 14th of August, um... You had read some newspaper articles on the 13th and the 14th that regarded this case. You had also had a conversation with Chris at some point during the day on Monday. Uh, and on Tuesday, because of what you found, specifically what you said was, and don't let me put words in your mouth, but you you found out that his um, wife was pregnant. And I, yes. And you did not know that prior. And you found that out via the newspaper articles, and that caused you concern. Um, well, I just realized that he was lying to me, and I was like, well, if you can lie to me about this, what else are you lying to me about? And it made me realize that maybe his wife was in danger at that point, and it was day two, too, and she still wasn't home. What did that cause you to do with your phone, though? Oh, what, when I deleted those? Yeah. I was just kind of grossed out by him, to be honest with you. I was just like, I don't know what's going on right now, but you just lied to me, and I don't want to see this come over my phone anymore. So I removed it. So you re just, you already said, but you removed text messages? I deleted all of his stuff because he lied to me. I mean, that's what it was. It was, it was the hurt that made me delete it. And then it was the lie that made me start questioning everything else he'd been telling me for the last few days. And that's when you decided to come forward? Yes. Okay. So just for context, yes. when people delete stuff off phones... Usually we go, no, 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 it wasn't malicious at all. It wasn't malicious at all. He, he, he lied to me. It just hurt. Like I had never felt like he'd ever lied to me before. And it was a big lie. I mean, right. telling somebody that you're in the midst of a divorce and then you have a wife that has a 15 week old baby on the way is a huge, huge thing, and I was very taken back, and I was just, it was hurt. And so at that point, I just, I, like, deleted it. I had a, I had a few more quick things to say to him, and then I just got rid of him. That's literally what I did. I just cut him out of my life. It would have honestly been like a bad breakup kind of thing. Like, if none of this other stuff would have happened, that's what it would have been. That would have been the end of it. The information was not destroyed because there was anything in there that would be uh, harmful to you or potentially to Chris at this point, but harmful to you in particular. That's not what you did. No, no, you no, You did no, no. it out of, uh, excuse my language, this guy's an asshole, so I'm getting rid of him, and I'm getting this stuff off my phone. That was like me kicking him out of my life. Okay. And then, like I said, and then realizing that he lied, that was when I was like, okay, Maybe his family is in danger, and they're not coming back, and they're not staying with a friend. Yeah, when did I go over there 
Tuesday morning? Wednesday morning. Wednesday. I called you Wednesday morning. That's when we started discussing you guys need to get everything that I just... You can understand the importance of... Oh, no question. We were... Like I said, people lie, phone records don't, um, and they really help specifically um, establish dates and times. Mm -hmm. I think we have a very good grip on that in this case already, but... There may be a time when we go, we need to know something else, and then we would have it. We don't want to lose it, and that's that's really what it is for us. Is If we lose information that later on we go, man, I wish we would have got that. And we may never even use these. We may never even look at them. But if if we have it now, then we don't worry about losing it. So I appreciate you being cooperative and giving it to us. Yeah. So the first thing I wrote was text messages between Chris Watts and attachments. Okay? So because we're talking about the photographs unfortunately, that cause you much disdain. <laughs> and then I am going to put a phone log for calls between uh, yourself and Chris Watts. Your phone number is 720 uh, 656 And this right now is located at, we're at the Thornton Police Department. It's going to be moved to my, so this is kind of, doesn't make sense, but we're here. It's going to be moved to the Colorado Bureau of Investigation. He's going to download it here, but I'm going to take it with me, just so you know. It's not staying here. Okay. They're not going to retain any of this. This comes with me. Okay. Okay? Is there anything else you want on there? I think that's about. That's it. I mean, I don't have social media. I don't really have anything else you guys can pull. Okay. Is there anything else you know of that could help us with this that we that is not on this sheet? Mm, uh, as far as like data, that's on your phone. No, no. I mean, everything we did was like text and talk, pretty much. I mean, and like I said, any pictures that I had, like even if you were to restore all my regular photos, there's so many pictures in there, and you wouldn't even know which ones were for him and which ones weren't. But the one, any picture that I wanted to send to him, I sent via text. So if you guys go through the text and the attachments, you will have. You will have everything that wasn't said verbally and was done via text. But I think that's it. Like I don't have, I don't have anything else. As far as like no Facebook, no Instagram, no no Twitter, no LinkedIn, like none of it. So um, there was never any of that kind of correspondence. So I think that should probably cover everything you guys will need. Is there any particular messages that I would help me so I don't have to look at? Because whatever's on your phone, I don't know how long we're going to get back to, but let's say there is there a particular date or time or message that stands out to you that would be relative to, specifically to the investigation into this case, that might assist me in understanding why something like this could have occurred. I'm still in shock that this whole thing happened. I like, I, I, like, that's why I gave him the benefit of the doubt for the first day, because I was just like, no way. Like, I didn't even think about that. I mean, murder was not on the top of my mind when somebody doesn't come home for an evening, especially if they just, like, had some sort of, like, heated conversation. It's like, okay, you guys are separating, you have a heated conversation, you leave for a night. Like, I didn't even think this guy killed his wife. I mean, that, that like... Murder is on something on the top of my mind when I call one of my friends for three or four hours and she doesn't answer the phone. Like, that doesn't even process to me as, like, a real thing 
that is a possibility at that point. And so that's why I gave it a day. And then the second day I was talking to him, he was just like a hot mess, I could tell. And then with like the way he was talking to me, and then that's kind of when I cut him off and I stopped talking to him. And then... So remember what you just said, and we're going to get to that, because that's probably a very important yeah, conversation. So if you want to know so, days, but, I would probably honestly just start it like Sunday and work your way forward. I mean, all the rest of that stuff, it's just like the small talk of like, hey, this, 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 you know? I mean... And your relationship building through the... Yeah, I mean, like, and if you go like a, maybe like a week further back, like there's times like I was trying to help him find an apartment, like just for him, not for me, but for him and his kids um to get set up and like there's times where I'm like well where's your wife moving to like how close is she gonna be to you you should be within like 30 minutes of your kids so they're close and like you want to be close to their school and close to your gym and like what's your price range like I was helping him get all of this stuff set up and it was like in a very decent manner and I don't know if all of that is in text some of it's probably on the phone like at this point I've talked to him so much that I don't even know which parts are, like, verbalized and which parts are texted at this point, but we can figure it out. Okay. You see what I wrote? Uh, Text messages between Chris Watts and detachments, uh, and then the phone logs for calls between your phone number and Chris Watts. Mm -hmm. Those are the two things that we'll ask to be extracted from your phone. So if you're okay with that... Why does it say items removed? Cell phone data. Isn't that this? That is that, and that's what Uh he's going to remove, and then that officer is going to fill that out. Gotcha. What is the date? I don't even know what the date is. The date is the 16th. You want to add anything to this? If you give me a oh, phone, we'll get him started. We, yeah, we just, we want to give you everything, but we also want to be protected in doing so. It's more of the... Sure. Was more of the thing. It, it's just. And when he's done, we'll give you. A is hour. there a password or anything? Like, it, will it lock up after a yeah. period of time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's his notes. <laughs> and. Make sure there's nothing written on the back. There's not. I checked before I ripped it off. Okay. Let's go back to North Carolina. Okay. He went to North Carolina, and he was trying to. Rehab his marriage with his wife. Uh, he said Do you, do you he know her like, name at this point? Yeah. Okay. Are you okay saying her name? Uh, it's Shanann. All right. And do you know the children's name? Yes, it's Bella and Celeste. Okay. Cece. She went by, they called her Cece? Mm-hmm. All right. So he went to, were they in North Carolina? They were already there. If you want something. <laughs> I don't know if my stomach can do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were already out there. He just flew out there to go meet up. Do you know why they were there? They're they're all from there. Okay, so they were they from... were visiting her family for the most part until he got there, and then they still were mostly visiting her family. Okay, and do you know how long they had been there? A while, like weeks. All right, and he flew out to join his family there. Yep. Do you know specifically where he flew to? What airport? No, no, no. What city? No, not off the top of my head. Okay. I'm sure if I thought real hard, maybe I could think about it, but, I mean, come up with it. No, I don't know. All right. So he goes there. How, do you, you said it was like the last week of July? I think so. I think it was like one of the last days of July. I'm almost positive. I think it was a weekday. Okay. Um, 
yeah, he flew out there, and I thought I had, like, convinced him to, like, try to make peace with her. And I was like, if you guys work on this, like, I'm out. Because what's the point? Like, I'm not trying to be with somebody that's in another relationship, which I know that sounds silly given the whole relationship that we had in the first place, but I really was under the impression that they were separating. I mean, it was, like, reiterated to me so many times that that's what I thought it was. And it made sense to me, too, because, like, he could pretty much call me whenever he wanted. Like, I was the one that would tell him, like, hey, when your kids are awake, you need to spend time with your kids. Like, do that. And then after they go to bed, like, if you want to talk to me, you can talk to me. But it was never, like, this super, super restricted thing. Like, sometimes, like, right after work, if I was, like, still talking to him, I'd get kind of bummed out. And, I, you know, I tell him, I'm just like, oh, it's frustrating sometimes, like, having to, like, wait. But at the same time, I was never like, this is horrible or, you know, it was always like, I understood why. But then once his kids were asleep, he never like had any it was like he could do what he wanted do you know what i'm saying like sure. he was in his basement and she's upstairs and they're not speaking so it kind of made sense it wasn't like and you guys are just texting and or talking or whatever yeah. you know i mean and it was just it was like i said it was at certain times but that time and originally it wasn't but it was me that put that time frame on there because i thought he should hang out with his kids um those two times you were at his house, did you see any evidence of that? Him living in the basement? Did he ever show you that area? I've seen it, yeah. I went down there and saw his, his little workout equipment. And there's a bed down there all set up in the basement. It was all clean and organized and stuff. So, um, like a like a decent bed set up. So it made sense to me, like, hey, this is, this is what's happening down here. Um, so I saw it. Um, Even though his family was in North Carolina for multiple weeks, it appeared that he was still living in the basement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and he told me sometimes he would, like, go upstairs and sleep if, if like, he was home alone, because I know she'd, like, go on business trips and stuff, but he's like, I don't like that bed anyway, so he didn't really, like, sleep up there. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, even when it was just him. So okay. that was the impression that I got. Um I don't know what you're talking about. North Carolina. Let's, yeah, go back to North so, Carolina. So, North Carolina. Um, so, he still made very frequent communication with me when he was out there. And at one point, he told me that they sat down and they talked about it. And he told her that he wanted to either fix things or, like, to try to fix things. And if she didn't want to fix them, then they needed to, like, move forward with the separation and, like, actually file for a divorce at this point was was the impression that I got from this and was what he told me. And so um, he said that she was, like, pretty receptive to just not trying. He was, like, she seemed like she just wants me to go. He's, like, when she has her mind made up, she has her mind made up, and that's what she wants. And he's, like, she doesn't want to try anymore. And he's, like, and neither do I really. And he was, like, it's done. And he's, like, um, and then the next day... I don't even know what days these were. Sometime when he was out there, he told me, um, we're putting the house up for sale as soon as we get back. And I was like, well, that was quick. And he was like, it's her. She's ready to go. And I was like, okay. And so I left it at that. And then um, he got back and I started asking him, like, 
what are you going to do? Because the Colorado housing market is fire, and you guys are going to sell this house, like, real fast. And I'm like, you need to start looking for a new place to live. And I'm like, where do you want to live? And I was really trying to help him out. I'm like, do you want to get a house? Do you want three bedrooms so you have one and each of your girls have one? I'm like, do you want to, you know, like, do an apartment? Like, what do you want? You know, where do you want to live? Because he's in Frederick, but that whole area over there is just, like, a bunch of small towns. And you can kind of just pick and choose. Everything's kind of, you know. And so um, he told me why I like Brighton. And I was like, okay. And then he told me he wanted a two-bedroom apartment. And he said he wanted one room for him and the other room for his two girls. And I thought it was kind of cute. Like, I remember telling him, I was like, yeah, me and my sister had bunk beds, like, at my dad's house. And I was like, when we were little girls, and we were, me and my sister were the same age apart as him and his, I mean, as his two daughters. You know, so I told him, I was like, they're going to love it. I was like, they might be, like, stuck in, in one room together. I was like, but they'll become, like, best buddies. And it was really exciting. Like, I liked helping him, and I just wanted him to, like, I don't know. This is what he told me he wanted. So I was like, well, I will help you do the research. But another thing that I really took care of was to be like, where is she moving to? I was never like, you know what? Screw your wife. Try to get full custody. None of that bullshit. It was always just like, you know, I'd ask him. I'm like, well, what kind of custody are you guys going to have? Because he's a, he at work, they're about to switch his schedule. So right now he's like a Monday through Friday. And they're about to switch these guys to eight days on, six days off. Mm, that's tough. That's awesome. And I, and I was, so I was telling, I was asking him, I was like, are you going to have your kids like on that set of days off? I was like, cause that would work perfect. Like one week on, one week off. And I was just like, you know, we just talk about it. And I'm like, what is your plan? And he's like, we haven't figured out exactly what we're going to do about the kids yet. But he told me, he's like, Colorado's a 50, 50 state and she's okay with everything. 50, 50. Like he said that she was like on board with this because she wanted it too. like, she was checked out of this relationship. So that was, like, how he made this sound, that it was, like, a very, like, kosher, we're done kind of thing. Did you ever give him, like, books or articles or anything to read about saving your marriage? Did you ever provide anything to him like that? About saving his marriage? Yeah, like, how to recover a marriage or how to save your marriage. You know, there's there's all sorts of publications and no. books out there. No, but I did tell him, and I don't know if I did this through text or phone. That will be something you guys will, I'm sure, figure out. Um, but I would tell, I told him a few times, like, I think that you should take the time to read some articles uh, about um, what separation does to kids. You know, and I told him, I said, when my parents separated, we were literally like three and five we were almost the exact same age as these little girls and I told him I said you know I was so young when it happened that it didn't really have like a big negative effect on me because it was so small that I didn't really process it too well I was like but I do have cousins that their parents got divorced when they were like 10 11 and I think that it hit them a little harder you know and I and he's like oh they'll be fine you know and I told him I was like even though they're small and you think that they'll be fine. I was like, I think you guys should just read about it just so that you guys are prepared in case, you know, one of these two starts having a hard time with the fact that you guys aren't in the same house anymore. You know? And and, and I would tell him, I was like, you know, there's pros and cons to it. Like, because he was, like, getting ready to do it. And it would be like, you know, it's kind of cool having two Christmases. And, you know, like, your parents get to go, you know, be happy doing whatever it is they want to do with their lives. And they don't have to be in a situation that's probably not good for the kids because it's not good for those two you know but at the same time it was like 
just read. Like, that's what I always used to tell him. I'd always tell him to, like, I, I tell people to read about everything. Reading is so good for you. So he, at this time, is telling you that, yeah, I am the guy trying to save the marriage and she doesn't want it. That's what he told me. That's what he told me. So, um, and he, yeah. And then he was like, she doesn't want it, so I'm not going to do it. And then it was like, we're filing for divorce. We're selling the house. And this was like all as soon as they were coming back from North Carolina. Like, boom, 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 boom. Did you recall when he gets back from North Carolina? No, I don't even know how long he was out there. I know it was like less than two weeks and more than one. Okay. I don't remember. So he he comes back early August. Would that be fair? Oh, yeah. It was definitely like in the first two weeks somewhere. All right. Probably the second week of August at some point in that. I don't remember when. Does his wife come back with him at that time? Or yeah, they he... all came back. They all come back at the same time? They time. all came back. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so he he continues to just, you know, tell me that this is, like, what he wants. And, and so I took the time, and you will see that in the text, too, where I, like... Like, they're, like, I found this apartment. It was perfect. It was so cute. I was like, it's in your price range. It's, like, six miles from the gym. It's 23 miles from work. I'm like, you know, it's super close to Frederick. It's going to be by your kid's school. Like, this is this is the spot, you know? And, and, and I told him, I was like, I'll keep looking for more places. And he's like, well, there's some that I want to go see, too. And he actually had me thinking that he was going to go look at these places this week. Before all okay, this, so this is stuff. fairly recent. Then, Ooh, this just happened. Like in the he's last, he's going to go weeks. look at apartments. He wanted me to go during, with him. When you say this week, are you saying like this? Monday this was the thirteenth. Like this week. Okay. Yeah. So I told him I was like, "Well, pick out a few spots, and if you want me to come with you, I'll go look at them." But you, you know, you said earlier that he had never, um, or that the the apartment wasn't for you and him. It was just for him and his children. Oh yes, it was. You weren't you had no intentions of moving I, in with him. No, I have my own spot. I still have a lease there till July, and even then, like he never asked me to move in with him, okay. and. I never tried to move in with him. I mean, I told him, I mean, I really try to take everything with this whole situation very slow. The only part that I screwed up on was the fact that he wasn't completely separated from her when him and I decided to spend time with each other. That is where I screwed up. But other than that, everything else, it was always like, you know, you build your life, I'm going to build my life, we will intertwine them, but I am not ready to like do this and he respected that and I and I um I even said that and I don't know if that might be in the text but so that two words like Chris like you need space like you're just getting out of a divorce like personally I think jumping into a new relationship is a little quick it's like I was in a relationship earlier this year and I think this is also a little quick and I'm like so why don't we take our time and I'm like if you guys end up doing a week on a week off with your kids I'm like, the week you have your kids, be with your children. And the week that you don't, I'm like, I don't even want to see you every day. I'm like, I think we should spend, like, a few days of that together. I'm like, because I like my space, and I think you need your space. I think you need your space to, like, develop your identity again and, like, get it back. Because I think he's just been, like, so wrapped up in this whole thing that he's got in his own life. And his life that he, I mean, he doesn't remember probably what it's like to, like, be single or have time where it's, like, just him. Sure. And so I was just like, you know, like, embrace that. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I really try to, like, take it smart with all that. And it was the same thing with his kids. I was just like, you know, like, and I, and we talk about things every once in a while where, I, you know, I'd be like, hey, if I ever meet, you know, because, like, I have a lot of houseplants. That's a good example. So I have a lot of houseplants. And I told, I told him, I was like, 
one day, if I ever meet your kids, I was like, I'm going to show these girls how to, like, paint pottery and plant plants. It was like, I think they would love to see something grow that they built. I think it would be really, really cute. And, like, little stuff like that, but it wasn't very frequent. It wasn't, hey, we should get married, and hey, we should have babies, and hey, I want to live with you, and hey, I need to meet your children now, and let's cut the mom out. It was never like that. that There was never any conversation about, you know, we can't do this with her around. We can't do this with the kids around. He never said that. You never said that. No. No. So there, the the way you guys were trying to make this work was just you know slowly trying to come together because of his current situation and you, by your own account your own mine I mean you're, I don't you're just a, a independent person it sounds like pretty much yeah. and uh, but through text message or through conversation he never said hey uh, you know. This isn't going to be financially able. I'm not going to be financially able to do this, or this isn't a good thing. I got these kids. None of those conversations ever came up. No. I mean, he told me, like, he had a budget restriction. So for his apartment, and I'm pretty sure this is in the text, and this will probably be in the last couple weeks, um, he told me 1100 to 1400 when I was asking him. Like, because I told him, I'd help him do homework. I was like, you do some homework, I'll do some homework. We'll knock this out, because if you guys are for real putting the house up, you got to figure it out. Um, and so that was his budget. And I remember asking him, I was like, you sure you don't want to just get like a house? And he's like, I never thought about a house. I'm like, yeah, you can rent houses, man. Like it's a thing. And he's just like, I don't know if I can afford that. And I was like, okay. And I knew that those two had been through some financial trouble. I definitely found out a lot more about that situation in the newspaper recently. Um, Okay, so prior to the newspaper, how did you know he was in financial difficulty? Because he, I mean, I, when I went to that house, everything in there is very, 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 very nice. It looks like it all comes with a very expensive price tag. And uh, I didn't say anything to him about it, but I could kind of tell then where I was, like, just looking at everything, like, how do you guys afford this? And then he has that car. I don't even know how much that car costs, but I've got what car is that Lexus. I'm sure that thing costs like eighty grand, but just like money, like everything just looked like it costs a lot of money in that house. You probably have a decent idea of how much money he makes. Yeah, and it's not enough money to pay for all that. Not Um, even close. Did you have any idea what um, Shanann did for a living or how much money she might have made? I mean, I had an idea. I don't. I mean, I would consider her like a sales rep. I don't know how else to describe that. for the company that she worked for, and uh, I don't know exactly how much she made. He said that she was really competitive, and she liked to try to keep up with him. He's like, she gets close sometimes. So I don't know how much those two brought in. I mean, off the top of my head, if I could guess, probably somewhere around like 140 k a year. I mean, I don't know, because I don't know exactly how much he makes, and I don't know exactly how much she makes, but based just off of like what I know about the oil field, like, yeah, I, I would say that's probably an accurate estimate. So he, yeah, even if they're making, let's just use the... F- figure $100,000, they're living above their means or below oh, their oh means? Oh, my God. Like, whew. Way too much. Way, 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 Did way Did he ever discuss much. with you any of those issues? I mean, a little. I mean, I didn't know about the bankruptcy or any of that until I read on the newspaper about that. But he just, he, I think he was really frustrated with the situation. Um, he told me, he's like, you know, I feel like my paycheck goes in my bank account, and I just watch it go like this. He's like, but it doesn't have to. He's like, she makes it like that. And I was just so was like, he resentful for that? I don't know 
if he was resentful. I just think he was frustrated by the fact that they could be doing a lot better financially. And she, from the vibe that I got, had really bad spending habits. So she was a spender. Um, the car hers or his? I think it's hers. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that's hers. Do you know what other car they might have? Well, I mean, his APC pickup truck. And that's... That's it, I think. That's owned by Anna Darko, though, right? Yeah. But so, so I don't I don't think they own any other vehicles as far as I know. I think it's just that thing. And, and Anna Darko doesn't allow him to drive that on his own personal time, no, right? No. So he's just got one vehicle. Yep. Um, and it's a very expensive Lexus. Um, and then they live in a pretty expensive house. It's I, a huge house. Yeah. I was uh, very taken back when I saw it. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> How and do you the guys... fixtures inside caused you to pause. Everything. Everything was just like... And then you mentioned today you read something about uh, bankruptcy. Yep. What did you read? That those guys filed bankruptcy for a lot of money in... Who are those guys? To that, that couple. Okay. In 2015. Oh, Shanann and Chris Thanks. filed bankruptcy <laughs> in 2015. Okay. And you said for a lot of money. Do you recall the amount? No, because it was different in each of the newspapers, and I don't know which one to believe. Okay. So uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So... Um, yeah, I so didn't know that. Let's go just back to him and the financial. He tells you, he has a concern enough to at least express some something to you that he's frustrated with the way she spends or he's upset with working so hard and never having any money and she's kind of the responsibility. She's the responsible party for spending most of the money. I, I pretty much got that vibe. I mean, he just told me, he's like, we're house broke all the time. I was just like, that's unfortunate. And I asked him, I was like, do you have 401k? And he was like, yeah. And I mean, the reason I ask him this is because if I get in a relationship with somebody, I want to know, like, what kind of baggage that they have. I think that's important. If I walk into a situation where I'm like, hey, I have good credit and I have all these things that I've been building and you don't have your stuff together, like, what are we going to do with this? And it's important for your your long-term thing. So I'm preparing. <laughs> and so I just asked him, I was like, well, do you have 401k? And he was like, he's like, yeah, I do have that. And then I asked him, I was like, um, I, I didn't ask him, like, how much debt they had or anything, but I just said, is your lifestyle sustainable? And he was like, no. And I was like, how long do you think that's going to take? He's like, I don't know, but it's not sustainable. Where did his girls go to school? I don't know. He never actually told me. Like, when I gave him, I asked him once. I was like, when I was trying to find him an apartment, I was like, are you comfortable telling me where your girls go to school? That's in the text, too. I was like, so I can figure out what distance from the apartment is. I was trying to just make his life convenient with, like, him, his ex, his kids, and all the stuff that he needs to do and work. Um... And he was like, don't worry about it. Their school's pretty centrally located, so anywhere in the area that we were discussing will be fine. And he just left it at that. So he didn't even tell me, which was fine. I respect that. Daycare is obviously very expensive for a two, three and five-year-old. Oh, yeah. Right? So I understand. Did he ever bring uh, any, did he ever discuss that? Never. Okay. Never. Um, uh, like the only, like I said, the only financial thing he ever said is just like, she just likes to spend money, like a lot of it. So that was just kind of the vibe that I got from that, and that it was just, it was a lifestyle that she liked to live, like very, like materialistic kind of lifestyle. Wanted like to project it was, a certain image. Yes, all the time. 
and he said that that was why they got that house too. It's like she wants everybody to think that we live a certain way and that we can like sustain all this stuff. And he's like, and we can't. And I told him, I said, when you're in those situations, why don't you, I'm like, do you, do you like voice your concern about this? And he told me, he's like, when I try to talk to her, he's like, she's really bossy and she usually shuts me out. And he's like, when she does that, he's like, I just let it go. And I was just like, all right. I mean, I don't, I don't try to like interfere with how those two interact, but I did ask about it. Cause I'm just curious. Cause I would never put myself in a situation where someone was like, you know what? We're going to live in this house that costs like double what we can afford. And that's how it's going to be. Cause I want everybody to think we're fancy. Cause I wouldn't do that. I mean, to me, like I wouldn't put up with somebody doing that to me. And I'm not saying that that's what she was doing. I mean, for all I know, he could have been completely lying about this. He could be the one spending all the money. Sure. You know? This is just what he told you. Exactly. So, I mean, that's as far as I can interpret it. So I can't be like, well, oh, she needs to do this and she needs to do that. But, he, he, you know, he just he voiced his concern where it's just like financially I'm in a very bad spot that I don't need to be in, but I'm stuck in. And that was kind of where he was at. So, But, I mean, he was never like mean when he talked about her he was never hostile like nothing like that he just i mean very calmly like this is the situation and i think the only reason that he even provided me with that information is because i asked okay you said something um about her being controlling or bossy bossy that's what he said Um, bossy in like all aspects of their life or what do you know exactly what he meant by that? How that affected him? I think he was just saying when he voices his opinion, it's not heard. Is is the gist of that. Which I thought, from what it sounded like from their separation, from them trying to separate, that that was a big deal for him where he was saying that the reason that they don't really get along anymore is because he feels like he's not heard. Okay. He says that he... You know, he comes home from work and he tries to talk to her and she'll just be like, one minute, I'm on the phone. Or she'll like scroll through social media and she like doesn't acknowledge him. And um, he said that he'd addressed it with her a few times and they're calm. He said they don't really like fight. Like they don't scream and yell. Um, And he said he'd addressed it with her a few times and he said it just fell on deaf ears. He's like, she just seems like she's not interested anymore. And I think... It made him sad because, I mean, he was, like, all about his kids, and he seemed like he was trying to be all about her, but it just wasn't reciprocated, and I think at that point he was just like, I don't, it's just, they just kind of, like, fell apart. Okay. Just kind of drifted apart. Was that, but your, it was, was that your words or his? What, the thing? Fell apart. That, uh, those are mine. Okay. Those are mine. He just said that they didn't communicate very well. And it wasn't in a, like, a aggressive way to communicate. It was just the fact that they didn't, like, communicate at all. They just... They didn't talk. And they had children, and they... Did, 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 was there ever mention that he was trying to resolve or uh, save his marriage to for the children's sake? You know, a lot of people talk yes. about that. Did yes. he talk about that? I mean, he told me that he believed that the only reason that those two had still been doing it as long as they'd been doing it... Could, He told me that her and him have had communication issues for about six years where she just seems really, like, detached and uninterested in, like, trying to, like, 
build something with him. Um, and he said, and I said, six years is a really long time for you guys to not fix that, considering they were married for, what, eight? I mean, that's like the majority of their marriage. And he said, um, sometimes I think we just do it for the kids or something like that. I mean, it's been a long time since I had sure. some of these conversations, so I don't know, like, verbatim, but but it was pretty much just like... Get you to remember something. Yeah, like, but he said it wasn't just him, though. He was like, I think she does that, too. You know, I mean, and it was like this equal part where they are just kind of like going through the motions, I think. Mm -hmm. And so like when he told me that she was cool with like the 50 percent everything and just like breaking it off and being really civil about it, it kind of made sense to me because I was like the way he made this sound. It wasn't, oh, she's this horrible person or, oh, I'm this horrible person. It was. Her and I have drifted so far apart that it's kind of a mutual agreement that this is not going to work. So in those six years, though, they had two children. Yep. Um, and you said earlier you did not know she was pregnant until reading the newspaper. Yep. So um, that never came up in any conversation. Yep. Um, there was no no indications that that was going on. None. Um, he never hinted to anything Nothing. like that. As far as you knew... Um, he was just leaving her. He had two children, and um, that was the final take on that. Yes. Okay. I think, I know why he lied to me. He lied to me because if I'd have known that he had a child on the way, I'd have never wasted my time with him in the first place. Like, none of this would ever even occur if he would have just told me the truth. So do you think if he found out that you, um, if, let's say this week you guys were to go look at some apartments, and this is hypothetical, but you, um, you've never found out that his wife was pregnant. Would, would that have changed anything? Uh, like you just said, if I knew he was his wife was pregnant, I wouldn't be in this picture. So if his wife was not pregnant, um, and forgive me, but if 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 he takes her out of the picture, you're never going to know that she was pregnant, right? What do you mean takes her out of the picture? Like if, if he murdered her, she's out of the picture. You're never gonna know if she was pregnant. If he can get away with murder, you're not gonna I got divorced from my wife. You see, do you understand what I'm saying here? If if she's gone But this Don't lead. Hypothetically. Please. Don't hypothetically. Lead if she okay. you understand where I'm going. If right, you but didn't you're, know you're leading into right. questions that are nothing with your if you didn't know, though... Wait, Nick. That she was there. Did you hear what I said? I'm not I'm following you. I just want her to answer a question that relates to... She said something that's important. That if he didn't have a child on the way... She, or if he didn't... If she didn't know that, she would have continued the relationship, right? But he killed his kids. At what point does he think that I'm going to be not, in a relationship? I'm not talking about the children. I'm just talking specifically about her. If... And if if you only knew if the kids were still here, and he called you and said I'm divorced from my wife, and he gets away with this, do you understand what I'm thinking from his aspect? I still wouldn't do it. I still wouldn't do it because I'd be like, where did she go? Okay. Because I'm under the impression that she's a really good mom. Like he never bashed her mom and skills. Like he. No, no, I wouldn't. No, okay, no, and that's 
that you see where I'm trying to take that. Yes. So he never, you guys never had a conversation about the child, period. I didn't know okay. at all. All right. And by your words, if you did know, you would have ended the relationship. Well, because it wouldn't have made sense to me that he's like, I'm getting separated. Oh, by the way, I have a baby on the way. It's like, it's 15 you are a liar. You're just trying to sleep with me. That's what I would have probably interpreted that as, and I'd have just shut that off at work, and that would have been the end of it. Okay. Um, all right. We can move past that. Um, the week that he comes back from North Carolina, you, you don't remember, somewhere in the first couple of weeks of August. Yeah, I think it was the second week, but I don't remember off the okay. top of my head. So we'll just use August as a time frame. Is that fair? Because you know he left in July, and he comes back in August. How many times do you think you see him? I saw him a few times. I saw him this past Saturday. I saw him the Wednesday before that. And he wanted to see me more. I was the one who wanted my space. I was like, nope, your kids are home. Go hang out with your kids. And even on Wednesday, I cut it short. Like, he came and hang out with me for a few hours, and then I was like, go chill with your kids. Um, I was always, like, really respectful. Do you know specifically where you guys went? Did you meet at your house? Did you guys go to uh, uh-huh. any restaurants? Did you go to establishments? Um, last Wednesday, he came to my house. And this past Saturday, we went to, um, what's the name of that bar that we used to go to? It's not the same, the Lazy Dog, but it's the one off of 144th and I-25. I think it's 144th, up there. And it's the Lazy Dog? Yes. Um, did he ever mention a... Rockies game that night? Um, no, I don't think so. But there was a, there was a, um, the Broncos were playing. Okay. Which we couldn't see because they sat us in really crappy spots, but it's okay because it's preseason. <laughs> but, um. So, you went, do you recall what time you went there? Mm, no. I remember, well, kind of. So, he had to get a babysitter that night. Do you know who that was? Uh, Somebody who's really young. I remember I asked him who his babysitter was, and he's like, we have two. This girl's only 17, but the other one's out of town. So this girl's going to stay, and she doesn't do overnights, so i got to be back by 10. And I remember her saying that, and him saying that. And I I don't know what time he got to my house. It was between, I want to say like 5.30. It might have been 5, but I don't think so, because I think the babysitter, if I remember correctly, showed up at like, 430 or something and he was like I want to spend time getting my kids acclimated to her and then I will come so her ch- his children didn't even know her oh no they knew her but he was saying like he likes to like stay there for a little while while he doesn't just like walk out the door when okay. they show up it's like a transitional thing and so um that's why I'm saying I don't know how long it was I want to say like 530 and then he had to be back by 10 so he left at like nine something to be back by 10 so, so probably picked like, you up what was he driving no, he didn't pick me up. He came to my house. We drove my truck. Okay. So you, he gets to your house. Do you know what he was driving to get to your house? Um, off the top of my head, I don't remember. Um, I'm pretty sure he usually drives that Lexus, but he doesn't always park it in my complex because the parking, there's not good spaces. So where you guys pick me up at, a lot of times he'll just park out there because there's room. Okay. Um. So that kind of works so that he's, because there's just not a lot of room in my apartment complex. Um, But off the top of my head, I don't know what he was driving. What kind of truck do you drive? I drive a uh, Toyota 4Runner. Okay. So you guys take your 4Runner to the Lazy Dog. Yep. 
And you said they sat you in crappy locations. Okay. Where, where, where were you inside we the were, When you walk in, you just hang a right, and we were like one of the first two booths on the right when you walk in the door. Okay. you just It's just not a good, it's a good spot, but just not for the TVs. And we actually went to the other Lazy Dog. We went to the one that you and me go to. Where's that at? Federal and 120th. It's 120th and Federal. And we went there, and they have a different menu. And I was like, I don't want to eat this food. So we should go to the other one. So initially you go to the 120th location. Did you actually get seated? Kind of, sort of. They were, like, cleaning off a table, and we were standing there just kind of looking at the beer menu and the food menu. And I was like, I don't want this. And and so we left. Six o'clock? Probably somewhere around there, 6, 6.30, and then we left and went to the other one, and we ate dinner. And you're in, like, first or second booth, right uh-huh. to the right of the door. Uh-huh. I'm just asking, because if they have video, we want to be able to verify that, uh-huh. so that's why it's important. Uh-huh. Um, and you're there for how long? Uh, I don't know. Probably. We didn't stay for dessert, so I don't know. How long's a restaurant take? Like, an hour and a half? I've never been to the Lazy Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably about an hour and a half, and then... Uh, we went back to my house for a little bit, hung out at my house um, for a little while, and then he had to leave, and then he left. Do you recall what time he left? I was out of my head. No. I remember he was, like, going to be late to be back at 10. I think there's a text message where he starts texting me when he's home at his house. Okay. So you can probably figure that out. And I remember th- I texted him back, and I was like, damn, that was quick, or wow, that was really quick. He's like, yeah, I even had time to stop at the ATM or stop at the gas station stop somewhere to get money to pay the babysitter okay um and i was just like thinking like well that was really fast um but i think he was still like a little late coming back but nothing too drastic so he probably left my house like somewhere around 9 30 ish all right and you know you go straight home he texts you um well i was already home right no he texts you he goes straight home from your house and he texts you that he's home Mm-hmm. So that should be in your text message. It, it should be. I'm pretty positive that was not a phone call. I'm almost positive that was a text. Sometimes I get them flip-flop or I don't remember, but sometimes I know. I'm pretty sure that one was a text. Saturday during your dinner, um, what, what kind of conversation did you guys have? I don't, I don't even remember. Oh, I, uh, so he's been trying to, like, eat a little healthier than he normally does and he's always like been in the working out since I knew him and he like tries to eat clean but he was trying to like step it up a little bit and nothing like the people who do like the competitions and the shows that are all super restrictive and it was nothing like that it's just like day-to-day general maintenance but it's how I eat and it's pretty healthy and um he's been losing a lot of weight he lost I want to say like 13 pounds in the time that we were hanging out. And honestly, when you start eating a little bit cleaner and you start working out a little bit harder the first couple months, especially for a man because they lose weight faster, it's not something that's like that drastic to me, but it did stand out that it was like a little much. And so I was like, whoa, like maybe you're not eating enough macronutrients. So let me look at them. So he had been working on his my fitness pal app and like programming like all the stuff he eats and i just started going through them and i was like trying to figure out like where his ratios were and we actually spent a lot of time doing that because he'd asked me to do it for him um because i just was at the point where i was like if his weight loss slows down in a few weeks he'll be fine and if it doesn't 
then his macros are a little off. It's not like that big of a deal, like in the workout community. This is like a very normal thing. But Did I you just have any other outside concerns, like potential drug use, alcohol use, any of that stuff that that led you to go, hey, he's lost an extreme amount of weight in such a short period of time. No, and I wouldn't call it extreme. It was just like it. It was. It was a lot, but I mean, when I first started working out, I dropped like 12 pounds in two weeks when I first, first started like hitting it hard with the diet. So the fact that he lost like that much weight, it wasn't, like I said, it was, it was not a surprising amount. I just didn't want it to be like a sustained amount, but no, I didn't think anything weird of it just because of like how inner knitted I am with the like workout community. And I know like this is possible, but it just... He, the thing that concerned me about it, I guess, and it wasn't even concerned, but the thing that, like, kind of red-lighted me, like, hey, this might be con- carrying on, is the fact that his macros were, like, pretty dialed in. Like, I wrote them, and he, like, didn't stay exactly on them, but his calorie intake was about where it needed to be, my experience anyways, for, like, what he was trying to achieve. And so, I don't know, he didn't seem to have a problem with it. He liked where he was at with all of that. So that was your main conversation Saturday? That was like a big chunk while we were there is like us actually going through. Because I was like going through each item like why do you have, why are your ratios off? Did you I know was, where his kids or wife were that night? On Saturday? Yeah, his kid. Well, you know his kids are with the babysitter. Do you know where his wife is? She's in Arizona. Okay. How do you know that? Because he told me. Okay. She's you know what business. she's doing there? I think she's on a business trip. He didn't even tell me right away. He actually told me, I think, like, on Saturday or something. It like might have been, like, Friday or something. I don't, I honestly don't remember. I just remember I was, like, really surprised where he's like, hey, like, I'm going to try to get a babysitter if you want to hang out or something like that. And I was like, why do you need a babysitter? Like, your wife's home. He's like, no, she's out of town. I was like, oh. Okay. okay. Is there much conversation regarding that, her on being on a trip or the children on during those conversations? Not really. I just asked him what time she was coming home on Sunday, and he just said really late. Okay. And that was it. I mean, it, there's nothing really to talk about with that. Okay. So your conversation's mainly health-related. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys return to your house, and then he goes home. And then you talk to him for um, a few hours on Sunday. Did I? Are you asking me, or are you talking I'm asking me? you. Oh, I was like... <laughs> I don't even know. Someday, honestly, oh, on, so, wait a minute. That was Saturday. This is, the, we're talking about Saturday. We're not talking about Sunday right okay, now. Okay, so you're still on Saturday. Yes. You guys have a this, phone conversation when he gets home? That was the day that he got the babysitter and I went out to dinner, not Sunday. Okay. Okay, sorry. I just want to make sure That's you okay. got your yep. days right. So Saturday, yes, we went out. He had the babysitter. He went home. I'm sure we did. We always talk on the phone. And honestly, I mean, Mark asked me that the other day. He's like, how long are you on the phone? 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Like, you're going to have to look at the records, to be honest with you. Like, I, so much. You like to talk. I can tell a little bit. Yeah, no, a little bit. <laughs> 400 when she was young. she cranked out about 400 words a minute. Gusts up to 600. <laughs> that little thing can yak, man. You're a talker, so I'm, I'm letting you talk. I need um, to use a restroom if I can make sure you where it's at. Can you so, give me some water while you're out there with sure. them, please? Thank you. Another bottle? Let's, yeah, at least one. Let's move to Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Well, let me reverse something. Your conversation with the children, or about the children, was there ever any talk about medical concerns with either of the children? Well, I know Cece is allergic to... Not peanuts. 
like pine nuts. Pine nuts. So she has a nut allergy. Yes. Did they take meds? Yeah, I know that she had like an EpiPen, but as far as I know, she didn't have any meds, but I never asked. Like, I was just told, like, she has a pretty severe allergy. and Enough to carry an EpiPen, that's pretty severe. Yeah, while we're on this, so when he was in North Carolina, um, this is all like hearsay now because it's like, this is not a conversation. Like, he's telling me this stuff, but who knows exactly what happened, but he went out there to go see his family and her family. And while he was in town, before he went out to North Carolina, I guess his mother had accidentally, like, not exposed her to something with nuts, but had, like, given a product, I think it was, like, ice cream, to a different kid that could have traces of nuts or something. I don't know. But it was, like, his daughter was fine, but she was, like, in the range of contamination. And I think his wife was very upset about that and when he got to North Carolina he told me that he was supposed to spend like half time with them half the time with her family and that was supposed to be what it was I don't know but he said that he went to go see his family and they weren't answering the phone for like a day or two before he went out there and then when he got there there was a note on the door that said uh son if you step by we're at the beach and they ignored him for like most of the time that he was out there and his own family? Yes. His mom, his dad, and his sister. What's the significance? Do you know under, do you know why? Yeah, he said and again, I don't know what is true <laughs> with this man anymore and what's not, but he told me that like leading up to it I was like, Well, why are your folks like ignoring you? And I was like really concerned about this. Like every single day he would talk to me when he was out there and I was like, You talked to your family today? You talked to your family today? Did you talk to your dad? What happened? Did you talk to him? No, I didn't. Or, yeah, I talked to my mom. Well, what'd she say? Are you going to hang out with him? Like, I wanted him to see his people because it's important. Family is an important thing. You know, it just needs to function properly. And sure. and so I was like, well, um, and he was like, well, they're ignoring me. And I was like, what do you think happened? And he was like, I'm not really sure, but I think um, something was said between my wife and them during that incident and he's like because every time yes that happened before he got there yes and he's like because every time that i try to um i talk about possibly going over there to see if they're home she gets upset about it and i was like okay and he told me that his mom and his wife did not get along at all he said that his mom didn't even show up to his wedding because she's like really did not care for shenan so, again, I don't know what's true and what's not, but I just know that there was, like, some tension there. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, that part is, like, I feel like it's almost third party, so that's why it's, sure. like, I didn't even Well, but it, it came from him to you, so it's not. It is something that I, um, is, whether it's important or not, we can validate that. I, I'm sure we will be having some conversations with family. Um, you know, it, what does it mean? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know either, but I just know, so like... So, maybe she... Yeah, I don't know. Well, and then um, he ended up seeing them on the last, like, full day that he was there. And they told him, supposedly, that she had gotten really upset and then screamed and yelled in front of his... Chris's sister's kids that are very young and to his mom and to his dad and said, like, you're never going to see Chris again. You're never going to see me. You're never going to see the babies. And just, like, threatened them and then, like, walked off. And I guess that was the incident 
that happened prior to him coming out there, and then she didn't tell him about it. Mm. She just, like, let it go, and then he just spent all week trying to figure out why his family was, like, mm. not trying to be involved. Gotcha. Um, so, again, I'm not sure. That was, like, it, it just feels really third party, so it's hard for me to, like, talk about because sure. like, I don't know That's how okay. much validation um, So be, beyond the, the nut allergy for CC, did you know of any other? Did she take meds that you know of other than carrying an EpiPen? His kids or his wife? No, his children. No. And now... Well, if you know anything about his wife's medical conditions, if she had any. No, I've, like, read in the newspaper they keep saying, oh, she had medical conditions, and I'm like, is that a misprint? Are they talking about CC, or is that just something else I don't know? So you don't know anything about nope. uh, Shanann having any kind of medical problems? No. Nope. Okay. Covered Saturday. So there's a phone call Saturday night, actually, um, from, uh, it can't be Saturday, it had to be Sunday. I wrote that down. Sunday night. Is there anything else you think? Let's let me just back up from that Saturday where you guys had a meal at, at the Lazy Dog to prior for the six weeks that you guys were serious. And um, although your dad's here, and I think you're probably pretty comfortable, your relationship with Chris was. Can you describe your relationship? I mean, when he was with me, I considered it to be fairly healthy. It was open communication. And it was what I thought was honest, and it was very calm. It was respectful. Uh, we got along really well. He gave me my space when I needed it. I gave him his. And anytime, like, he wanted to take care of it, like, anytime that his kids could be in, like, his life for uh, hours or days or whatever, whenever they were home, I made sure that I wasn't a presence in his life so that he could be the best dad that he needed to be. Um, and, I mean, I thought what we had, it was very comfortable for me. I enjoyed it. I think he did very much as well. You guys, you six, eight weeks, two months, whatever it was, you guys had an intimate relationship during that time. Yes. Okay. So you're, you're pretty serious. Um, did he ever tell you that he loved you? Yes, he did. Did you ever tell him the same? A couple times. Um, not withstanding that today, because that may those thoughts may have changed for you. But on let's go mon Sunday into Monday or Monday, did you did you still love him on those days? I think it was something where it was like I I said it a few times and I meant it, but he definitely felt the urge to say it to me a lot more than I did to him because it was just all very new to me and I was like, take your time with this. Like you don't need to to like rush that you know like I remember when he was in North Carolina and he was like trying to patch things up with his wife and he told me he loved me and I was like don't say that to me like please go try to fit and I mean and that might even be in the text too where it's like don't don't like don't say those words to me and then go try to make peace with your wife and lay in bed with another woman like just don't do that and I was like it's not that I don't appreciate what you're saying to me it's like just it just didn't sit right for me, you know, so I just feel like... Almost like an insecurity where he had to say that to you? Or? I, I don't know. I think he, he like... Uh, looking back at all this now, I don't think he was trying to fix things with her. So saying, I love you, to me, seemed like probably something that he genuinely meant. Like, I love this woman. And regardless of where he was going to end up that night. But to me, 
in the way that I was perceiving things. He had told me that he was trying to fix things with her. So it's just like, this is an inappropriate time. And I wasn't mad at him. And I'm pretty sure that's in the text too, where it was very like calm, but it's just like, it's almost disrespectful where it's like, please don't. I'm like, you know, if we get to that point where it is you and me, like, yes, you can say that. But don't, not them. Like, that's... So you thought he was very genuine when he said that? I, yeah, I did. I mean, and he wrote it. It's in all those cards I gave you. Not in all of them, but, like, the later ones. And... Thank you. When you said it to him, you said you meant it when you said it. Yes, I just didn't say it's frequent as he said it. Like, sometimes he would say it, and I was just like... For me... It was still, like, very, very new, so I kind of, like, took my time and only said it when I was just like, this is a really important moment. So you got, I mean, in the short period of time that you guys were together, he... Yes. ...became very attached to you. Yes. Very, very attached. He's sending cards. Flowers. He's telling you he loves you. He sends you flowers. Does he buy you any other gifts? I wouldn't have wanted them anyways. Flowers is enough. You can't, (laughs) I don't need expensive stuff. (laughs) But he becomes very attached. Yes. Um, you guys are talking multiple times a day, at least. You're All the time. You're seeing each other on a regular basis. Yep. Um, so it, it, it's a very... Uh, and, and his wife is not around, nor are his children, so there's a lot of time for you guys to build your relationship in this first four four weeks or so. Is that fair? Yeah, and even when she, she was back, I mean, it was still like we were still spending time together. He was still spending time with his children, and I had my own life. Like, I mean, there was one week where I just, like, went out of town for my with my friends for my birthday. I wasn't even around the whole, like, last few days of June up until the 3rd of July. I was, like, gone, you know? And then there was another, like, a f- last weekend, I had a friend impromptu come in town from out of state, and I hosted her. Uh, for a few days and it's like it like I still did my own thing all the time like whether he was there or not like if my friends were like hey we want to make plans I would tell him like we're not hanging out today because I want to go see my mom or my dad did your friends know about him nope why because it's like he's with two women right now they don't need to know about so if you had a boyfriend of four to eight weeks on a regular I don't know if you were married prior or if you had a boyfriend before, but if you had a steady boyfriend, you would have let people know. I think you told me before we got started that you you just told your dad about Chris. Um, no, I wouldn't have told him. I wouldn't have told okay. people. It's too early. I mean, people. So you don't tell your friends. Hey, I no, because they yeah, people come and go. I mean, okay. dating scene these days is like it sucks. I mean, so no, I wouldn't. I mean, it would have to be something. Even with Sean, I think I was with Sean for probably like six or seven months before I brought him home to my family. I mean, I really, the same with, that was the guy I was in a previous relationship with, but, I mean. But this one, you were a little bit more, you said he's with two women. Did that, was that one of your considerations for not telling anybody about him? Yes, well, I mean, it was like, okay, like this, to me it wasn't going to be an extended thing. Like, if it got to the point where we were, like, dating for, like, three or four months, and he's still talking about, oh, I'm going to move out, I'm going to sell the house. I think at that point I probably would have just been like, I don't think you're really, like, doing these things you say you're going to do. And I probably would have just, like, left because at that point it's not fair. It wasn't fair to me in the first place. It wasn't fair to her in the first place. It wasn't fair to any of us in the first place. You know, it wasn't fair to his family for him to have an affair. It wasn't fair to me 
to have him lie to me and make me think that everything is going to plan. And still to this day, I don't even know what's a lie and what's not. I don't even know if they were like filing for divorce. I don't know if they were putting the house up. I don't even know. I don't even know anymore what is real and what is not. But what I do know is it's just like, you know, that wasn't fair to me either because if I'd have known not even all the truth, but like obviously some of it, I wouldn't have even engaged in any of this in the first place. And it just, I mean, and that's the part for me, just like on my personal level, outside of everything that is happening, that is going to affect me long term. It's like, you know, I'm going to wake up every day and know that like this mom and her unborn child and these two little girls are not around anymore. And it breaks my heart. It is so, and, and, and then I have to think about, like, the consequences of his actions and how they affect everybody else. Like, all of these, her family's impacted. My name is about to be, like, slandered for probably a while. I don't know how long it's going to take to heal, but I would not be surprised if it's going to be hard to go out in public sometimes for a couple of years. And that really hurts me. I'm just like, this is a horrible, horrible thing. Like, how dare you, you know? And, and people aren't going to understand that. You know, they're going to say, oh, you know, you're the woman that had an affair with this man who took out his whole family. And I take a step back and it's just like, I didn't know. Like, I, I, ugh. It's... He's so disgusting. I'm so ashamed of him and everything. And I just... all oh, those little girls. They're so little. They're so little. We talked, uh, we talked a little bit earlier about getting some help for these things. And we can provide that. Okay. At, at really no cost. Through the oh, one more can... We just want to make sure uh, there's resolution. That's why we come to you guys to yeah. pound, this, and pound it down yeah, until I, there's I'm nothing left. I'm sorry that you're talking again today. I really am. I don't want to put you through any more trauma than you've already been through. There is um, reasons for everything that we're doing today and what, what occurred. And I'm sorry. I genuinely am sorry. I, it, these are not things that we like to do twice. It's the same thing with other types of victims from other crimes. We want to do it once and we want to be done. Unfortunately, we didn't know yesterday um, what we know today. And that's why we're here, because we need this video. And I'm, I am sorry, because I know it's hard to talk about it. But it's, it's so it's, sad, and she's pregnant. And, you know, on, on our end, we God, didn't... And they're so cute. They're so little. Like, Wow. Why? 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 How? I don't even understand how you could, like, bring yourself to do that to somebody who's, like, that big. Step out for a minute? No, I just need to chill with my eyes closed for a sec. I still cannot believe this is happening. 
right. Let's keep going because we're just let's, getting let's, to the, like the meat of this whole situation. Let's get to the phone call on Saturday from nine to eleven. Uh, what did you guys? Or pardon me, on Sunday from nine to eleven. Yeah, we talked a few times. So Sunday, okay. I think so. I need to think. I can't even think. Take a couple breaths and take it. Take a second. Sunday night. I don't even know. I don't think I was like concerned about anything at that point. You guys had had a meal, <coughs> a nice meal the night before. You knew his wife was probably coming home late that evening. Oh, um, you know what? <clears throat> I still don't remember what we talked about. I like honestly, like we talked about so much random stuff. Like it's so hard to pinpoint some of these things. Um, I don't remember what we talked about. I do remember that was a long phone conversation that we probably talked about all sorts of stuff. Um, one thing I do remember, though, um, that I didn't remember earlier when I was talking to Mark, so this is, like, where I'm starting to remember, like, little bits and pieces. And I, I don't remember, good. yeah, I know. So the phone conversation, I don't remember what was in the phone conversation, probably nothing of relevance, to be honest with you, but, um, usually he talks to me when he's, like, down in the basement in his bed, before he goes to bed, and before I go to bed. And I could hear the TV on, which I thought was kind of weird. I didn't ask him. I just heard it in the background. And I remember thinking, and it was, like, right before we got off the phone, I was like, why the hell is he up? And there's, like, no TV downstairs. So I was like, well, maybe, I don't know. no TV in the basement where he usually calls you from. Yeah, and I don't know how many TVs they have. Like, I've never been in their bedroom. Like, I went upstairs once, and it was, like, to their little playroom, and I just, like, looked at it, and I was like, that's super cute that your girls have books. And that was, like, it. And other than that, I have never been in any of those rooms in that upstairs. Like, to me, it was just, like, you don't know, like, ever. I had no... So, I don't know if he has any other TVs. I'm assuming by, like, how much other nice stuff they have in their house, it wouldn't surprise me. So, I'm not quite sure what room he was in at that point. Um, But I just remember hearing the TV. And I was like, it was just weird to me. Because I was like, why are you watching TV right now? It is, like, super late. And... That was the only and thing. And he, he had phoned you? Or were you guys already talking when the TV was going? Or I just remember, like, I, like, picked up on it, like, later, but I don't think it was, like, throughout the whole conversation. Okay. Like, I just remember it being towards the end because I remember thinking, like, wow, it's really late. The, the um, something I didn't ask you about the house because you'd been there twice and it just uh, made me remember. Do you remember how... He, you guys access the house? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, so, once through the garage, and I think once through the front door. I think uh. the first time was through the front door, I think. And I think the second time was through the garage. Was there anything unique about either of the doors when you went into the house that might not be typical of another house? Like a unique door? I know the they have a camera on their door. Okay, I mean, there's, I know there's a that. camera on the... Which door? I, it's on the front door, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I'm asking I you. think so. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, Was, but, did he use a key to access the house? No. Um, he did not. The first time I went over there, he just let me in. And then the second time... Did we go through the garage? I don't remember. I've been through his garage before. I went through his front door once, though, because I remember he had just cleaned... It was the first time I went through his front door, because he had just cleaned his carpets, 
and he had moved all the furniture out of the way, and the furniture was kind of in the way of the door. And he's like, the door doesn't open all the way right now. I'll move all the furniture back when the carpet dries. So I do remember that just kind of offhandedly. Uh, and the second time, I want to say we went through his garage because I remember his garage. I remember, yeah, yeah. So, so he was at the house when you went there. Um, you were never there by yourself. He right? was at, yeah, Or no. he took you there. He The first time, he was already there, okay. and I met up with him. And the second time, we went there together. So the front door, I asked if he had used a key. He let me in. Okay. So there's a, um, you know, those keypads mm-hmm. where you can enter an access code. Do you remember seeing that on his door? Like, I want to say vaguely, but to be honest with you, I don't remember. Like, he let me in that day. That's that so was he never so gave long you, ago. He never gave you the code to access his home? No. Okay. Not at all. Um, you talked about a security system. Uh, there was a uh, camera on the front mm-hmm. door. Was that just like a, you know what a ring doorbell is that goes to your phone? I don't even know what it looked like. I only okay. know that it existed either because, A, I wasn't paying attention the first time I was over there, but, B, because of all the stuff that's going on right now. That's the only reason I know okay. it's in Do you existence. remember seeing any cameras anywhere in the house? No. Okay. Did he ever tell you about the alarm system or give you an access code to no. the alarm system? No, no, no. I wouldn't have asked for that. I wouldn't have wanted that anyways. Sorry to regress to that. No, you're <laughs> Go okay. Go back to the, the phone call or where you noticed the television in the background of the yeah. phone call. Yeah. So I didn't know what room he was in, but I was just like, I just thought it was weird because he's always like... Before I go to bed and I lay down, he's always, like, kind of trying to do the same thing. We just talk. It's, like, a really chill thing until one of us is about to pass out. And then that's, like, the end of it. Um, but it was strange because I was, like, the TV's on. I remember I was thinking, I was, like, maybe he's waiting up for her. And then I was, like, maybe not. I didn't know. I didn't. It wasn't something that, like, alerted me. It was just different from his okay. standard operating procedure. Because he, whether his wife is home or she's gone... He's always got kind of like the standard op when he calls me. So that's why it was kind of like unique. Because it doesn't really fluctuate when she's there and when she's not there. He's pretty like free reign with what he does. So anything anything important that you recall during that conversation about the children, about his wife, about what he was doing the next day, what he had planned, anything like that. No. Did he tell you any of that information? I remember he told me he had to go to the field and not to the office on Monday morning. Okay. Did he specifically say where he needed to go on Monday morning? No, I don't ask him for those sites. There's like, Anna Darko's got like thousands of sites. If he were to tell me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even They're know. just like random numbers and stuff, right? Well, he told me, he said, I got to go to a site. I got to go, um... Check out like a valve or something where they think that they had a release, something like that. Did um, he mention the town or anywhere? No, no. He just told me that that's what he had to go do. He's okay. like, because yeah, he was like, I won't see you in the office in the morning because I usually I see him, but I don't actually like talk to him. Like I will go in the cafeteria, I will put my lunch in the fridge, and him and his whole team are sitting in there, and I don't talk to any of them. I just walk out. Um, but anyways, yeah, he's like, so I won't see you. I'm going to the field, which. It's not an uncommon thing for the ops guys to, like, just go straight to the field. Like, it happens. Like, typically they go to the office, I would say, like, three or four days a week. But there are days where him and his other team members are not there. Or, like, I'll get in there and some days the, the cafeteria is packed and they're all there. 
and other days they get in there and there's only like three or four of them. So it didn't cause you any concern that he no. said, I'm going to the field on Monday, I won't see you. That wasn't... No. That's it happened before. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't something, I mean, and it's not just him, it's like that whole team. Like, you can just tell when they've got, like, a lot going on, because I'll walk in and there'll be, like, two of them, as opposed to, like, six or seven. Do you know what he did Sunday during the day? Um, I don't even know what I did on Sunday during the day. I am so tired. Let me just think about this. Daniel came over Friday, I hung out with him Saturday, and then Sunday... When did Jim come in? Monday. Huh? Jim got here Monday. What did I do on Sunday? I'm like drawing a blank. I'm really tired. I don't know. Can I get back to you on that? <laughs> did you guys have any conversations on Saturday night during your meal? What he might be doing on Sunday? I'm sure we did. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank because I haven't slept. If I say that his, he may have... Uh, done something with his children with that oh yes he went to a birthday party okay. um do you know whose house he was going to nope but i know that they had a water balloon fight <laughs> okay he, he had one or his children his children did okay. he said he used to get really into it he said he got like really interactive with his kids he's like some of the adults don't really spend a lot of time playing with the kids but we i went to do. the museum on what day saturday or sunday okay that's right so this one was like was i hanging out with you god <laughs> Uh, Very so memorable event, huh? We, me and him and my my stepmother and my sister yeah. went to uh, the museum, and what that's museum? right, uh, the Denver Museum of Nature and Science. And they went to brunch prior to that, and I skipped brunch, um, and I went to the gym. You shouldn't have. It was good. I had to do corday. That was the last <laughs> time I worked out, actually. Um, that's so what we did, did Sunday, okay? Yeah, so corday, and then we we went to the museum, and then. Um, when did you, did he tell you about the water balloon fight on Sunday evening during your conversation on the phone? I think so. Okay. So you don't know whose house he went to on Sunday? No. um, But you knew it was for a child's birthday? Yeah. And he had told me about that in advance early. So I don't know if it was Saturday that he had told me that he was going to go that birthday or like Friday. I just remember he was like, I got to go to this birthday party with my kids. Um, any other conversation that makes sense? I mean, honestly, at this point, I'm really tired, so I know there are certain things that I need to tell you guys that we'll get to as these days progress. Yep. Um, but in all honesty, if it doesn't stand out to me now, Today? it probably That's wasn't right. relevant. What about that 9 o'clock thing you were telling me on Monday? Oh, that he told me? Oh yeah, well we'll get there. We'll get there. We're still on Sunday. So we're on Sunday. We're gonna get. We're gonna get to. This is gonna be a long. We're gonna get there to Monday. We're we're getting there. <sighs> so Sunday night or Sunday during the day, you had your own personal um, stuff going on mm-hmm. with your family. Mm-hmm. You never see him on Sunday. Is that accurate? No, I didn't see him. What did I do the rest of the day? I came home. I think I might have just chilled at my house. I don't remember. I think I cleaned my house. I don't know. I didn't see him, though. Okay. Yeah, Saturday was the last time I saw him. Okay. Sunday, you're at home. You talk to him. from. We know you have a conversation Mm -hmm. in the late evening hours, and then you you go to sleep Mm -hmm. um, on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. When's the next time you talk with Chris? Probably Monday morning. Do you know what? What time? No, I mean, so we used to, like, randomly text each other, like, throughout the day. 
But we both get really busy, so some days, like, I don't hear a lot from him, and some days I don't text him until, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon because I'm just, like, busy. And I I remember I didn't hear a lot from him that day, uh, which was, like, that's not out of the normal for either one of us um, during the day. Um, but at one point, I do remember he, like, texted me, and he's like, oh, it's been a really busy day, and then, like, said some other stuff, which I'm sure you will find in my text. What he said, I don't know. It wasn't obviously anything that was, like alerting to me that's what i'm saying like at this point like i remember really key things but if it's like a conversation that i'm like i don't remember exactly what was discussed it's because it was probably just bullshit like just just talking to each other yeah small talk stuff yeah um but i remember he was busy that day and we didn't talk that much and then i i clocked out at three is what my time card says that's what i was showing um mark the other day and I got home to go meet my buddy. One of my good friends was coming over to my house. And he actually has a key to my house. So he was actually there when I got there. And Who's that? My friend Jim. Um, and so Jim came over. And I got home. He was there. He had, like, just walked in the door. And um, I remember, like, briefly after he got there, I checked my texts. I mean, briefly after I met up with Jim, I, like, glanced at my texts, and Chris said something about, like, my family's not home, or, like, my wife and kids aren't home, like, something to that effect, and I told Mark, because he asked me for a time, and I don't have an exact time, but I remember it was, like, right after I walked that in. That was a the, text message, though. Yeah, it's in a text, and it's, like... It was, like, briefly after I walked in the door, so based off how long it takes me to get home from work and when I clocked out, it was probably about 3.45 p.m. Um, texts me and tells me that. And, like, he knows when I get off of work, too, so he doesn't always bug me if I'm busy. So I don't know what's up with that, but that's when he that's when he sends that to me. And um, So you're saying that he, he would have known that you would have had your phone available to you and not been at work when he sent you that text message? Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. So looking back at it, you think it was purposefully sent at that time? Oh, I'm sure. I'm just asking your feeling on that. Yes, and then he said, call me when you can. And I was There was like, no other communication between you and him that morning, on Monday morning? Well, there, w- there was, but it was like random. It, like, but nothing about this event? No, 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 no. About, like, my, mom, my wife's missing or no. my, anything? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. And you knew he wasn't coming to the office because he had told you that Sunday night. Yeah, and then he goes, and so, like, they're only in the office for the morning. Like, some days it's longer than others, but I would say by a maximum of 7.30 every single morning, they're all gone. And they don't come back unless they have, like, a meeting or something that they have to attend. So, like, not seeing him for the rest of the day is not, like, an unnormal thing. Like, but like I'm saying, like, we don't really, the only reason we interact was kind of, like, by an off chance thing. Like, I don't work with him. Um, so he, uh, yeah, we talked like randomly throughout the day, but it was really sporadic and he seemed pretty busy. So we didn't talk too much. Like I said, didn't put too much thought into it. It happens all the time. Um, waited till about three forty-five, then sent that text to me. And yes, he does know that I will be home at that point or getting home. Did like, you give Mark Jim's information? No, I would really like not like to involve him in this. He does not know about this. He didn't, he was not. Like, he doesn't know any of this is occurring. Okay. Like, I was literally so he, to... he knows, certainly, through the media. 
that something's occurred. Yeah, he's like Chris. out of town. He's probably has okay. no idea. He doesn't okay. know who Chris is. Like he's not. I do not know. So he's just a friend of yours. Yes. Um, he does not was need to be coming to your this. apartment and doesn't know anything about Chris. Does he know anything about no, Chris? No, okay. nothing. Absolutely yeah, not. We've known Jim for he, yeah years and years. Yeah. You're not dating him or anything like that. No, he's friend. like one of my very good friends. Like my dad knows him. He's a great guy. He just he he works out of state a lot, so when he's in town, um, we hang out. But when he's in town and he's off of work to save time, uh, so I, I give him a key to my house one because I trust him and he's one of my best friends, and two because uh, sometimes he will just meet me there. Because I'll be like, hey, I'm getting off of work. And then if I get stuck in traffic or something, he ends up, like, sitting outside of my apartment waiting for me to get off of work. So I'm like, here's a key. And, like, my dog loves him and stuff. So, no, he's not so involved with it. Yes, I don't even the only reason I asked, dragged into and, this. And I'm not really concerned uh, about your location. Um, I think we already have your cell phone records. Um, at some point, I did Mark ask you to supply... Uh, did they ask for consent to get cell phone records? That'll probably be done by warrant. If Isn't we wanted, that what you just did? Nope. What I'm talking about is your movement. Oh. Um, by GPS or by cell phone tower to show where you were. Obviously, and I don't want to cause you concern, we want to know where you were that day, too. You're dating a man who did some egregious stuff, and we want to, put, we want to show that you were never near him that day. Period. I mean, you guys so, can track my no, stuff. No, yeah, I mean, that that was something we will have to get a warrant for anyways. To, I'm just saying, if if we asked for it, would you have yeah, any objections you, to that? No, you can have right. it. So, um, if well, I'm a pretty boring person. Well, I don't it sounds like you just places. went to work that day, and then you came home, and you were there at 345. Yeah, like, give or day. take, like, five yeah, minutes. But, but, yeah, so 345, I meet Jim there. Yeah, I would and totally so run. Jim is a... Understand from an investigative point, he could be a person who could say, "Yeah, I was there at 3:45." I don't. He doesn't know Chris. He doesn't know anything. He could say with one phone call, "Yeah, she came in at 3:45. Done." Totally. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't have to ask anything more than, "Hi, Chris. My name's Kevin. I'm, I'm uh, or, or Jim." And I'm not saying Jim you have alone. to give it to him. Just leave Jim alone. If, Jim if does not need to be wrapped point, up in this. If at some point I needed Jim's info to, let's say we couldn't find your phone records. Would you you can have them. Is? I will give them to you. Would you tell me who Jim was if, if I you had it? to? Okay. I don't really want to Great. involve him in this. That's not fair to him. That's not no. If I do not have to do that, that's fine. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Chris was like, "Call me." And this is the three forty-five text. Yeah, he sent me like a few. There, were, I think there was three of them, and I don't remember what the other one said. But something about like, yeah, my family's gone, or I don't remember verbatim. But call me when you can, or have call me when you have a chance. Something to that effect. And so when he told me, call me, I was like kind of alerted where I was like, okay, what's going on? You know? Um, but first when he told me like his family was like not home, that didn't really seem odd to me that his family wasn't home. It was really vague. I'm like, okay, like, are they at the grocery store? Like elaborate. And so, you know, and then, but he says, call me like, it's like an emergency, but then just says, but they're not there. And so I'm, like, really, like, floored by the... Well, not, like, floored, but just kind of, like... He says, call me, so I'm concerned. And then he's really vague, so I'm, like... Maybe he just wants to talk to me? I don't know. I think it took me a little while to, like, really process the severity of the situation just because this is not something that you expect to see every day. And the way that he talked to me made me believe that this is not what was going on. 
at all. Okay, so you make a phone call to him and you guys have a conversation. I did. I stepped outside. This is 3.45. Ish. I mean, well, like, I think I actually interacted with Jim for, like, probably a good 15 or 20 minutes. I mean, he's my guest. He's in my house. Um, So I don't think I called him right away. But, like, I mean, I'm trying to balance the fact that I have my friend here. And then Chris is saying that something needs to be addressed. But to me, it didn't sound like an emergency. I mean, it's all the time. Like, people aren't home right now. You know, so it just... It wasn't like, oh my god, I have to take this call, it it's an emergency. No, no. I mean, it just, it was the way he said it. And I was like, okay. So I, um, I remember hanging out with Jim for a while, and then I stepped outside, and I made a call, like, out on my back patio. And I called him. And he didn't answer the phone. And then he texted me back. Oh no, did he answer the phone? I don't remember. I think he missed my call, and then he called me back. Or he just answered. Either way, it was a very short talk to him where he was just like, I have to go. The cops are here. And I don't remember if he said that on the phone or over text. That's I don't okay. even, I'm so tired. That's fine. You don't But either way, like, it's the cops. The yeah, I mean, you guys will figure it out. The cops, the cops are here. And I'm just like, all right. And then. I remember we were, like, in a, like, we were texting, but I was, like, hanging out with my company. So it wasn't, like, a nonstop text. It was just kind of like I would check my phone every once in a while, and we would communicate with each other. And he was just saying, like, they weren't there, and that her friend Nikki was there, and that her friend Nikki had called the cops. And I'm like, why would this girl call the cops? And, like... I honestly do not remember the order of operations on all of this, but I'm pretty sure the majority of our conversation that night until my friend Jim left the house, which was probably pretty late, I don't even know what time, like 9 or 10, was all via text. So you should have this via text. Like, I don't think we started talking again on the phone until, like, after my company left. Um, And he was like... Uh... I don't know. He just started, like, giving me details about stuff, and I don't remember what order, but he was saying, like, Nikki was really upset and that the cops were there and that they were, like, searching the house, and I was just like, what? You know, like, what? Why? And he was telling me that um, they had, like, had a disagreement or something like that, and then um, he told me, like, she was going to go to a friend's house, and I was like, okay, well, maybe she left. You know, maybe she just, like, went to her friends. And then I think he, I don't remember, but I think he was the one that told me that her cell phone and her purse were still there. I think he told me that. He told you her cell phone and purse were still there? I think he did. I don't remember. What's the significance of that in your mind at that time? At that point, I thought this woman was really trying to get out of this house. That's what I thought, because he said that they'd had a disagreement, and I was just like, okay, well, I mean, I leave my cell phone at when home. he sometimes. said disagreement, what, did he tell you what it was about, or? Not at that point, not at that point. So, um, again, like, you guys are going to have to check these texts, because it's all, like, uh, my brain feels like okay. mashed potato right now. Um, but I remember him saying that, and I'm just thinking, like, well, maybe she was in a rush, you know? Like, maybe she was just like, I'm going to my friend's. 
I'm leaving my cell phone here because I don't want you calling me. I don't want anyone else calling me. I mean, there are days where, like, when I'm outside of work, I will just shut my phone off. I just do it. And it's, like, my way of getting peace. So, to me, that, I mean, like, it was weird that she, it wasn't even that weird to me that she left her phone just because I leave my phone. But it was weird to me that she left her purse. But knowing the fact that that girl was, like, always on her phone, then, yeah, I guess that is kind of odd. Like she lived on her phone, I think, uh, yeah. pretty much, is my understanding of her and a phone. So, yeah. I don't know if you knew that. I did. Until prior to the media stuff, or just from Chris. I did. So, did that, so did that strike you as odd? But you were I thinking know. maybe I mean, she again, just left. I just thought she needed to, like, get away from the situation. I mean, that didn't seem that awkward to me, that a couple that is going through a separation would be like were, I need to leave. I just need some space. Like, it didn't even, like, process. I was like, okay, like, give her some space. You know? And, um, on that note, too, um, when he was in, we're gonna jump back for just a sec because okay. I had a thought. So when I, he was coming back from North Carolina, that was when he officially told me we're gonna get a divorce and we're gonna put the house up for sale. Like, he told me they were separating and they were like, gonna put the house up for sale but they hadn't done it yet and then when he got back from north carolina that was when he was like it was like a sealed deal okay um and the reason that is of significance is because at some point over the weekend i don't remember when he told me that they were putting the house up i i don't know if it was they were putting it up on monday like the day they went missing or if it was that they were calling the realtor to verify some stuff so they could put it up that week like i don't i don't quite remember i just remember like the house what was supposed to be like on the market like that week. Did he name a realtor ever? Yeah, he did, and I don't remember her name. It was a female. Okay. And I don't remember her name like That's at funny. all. I was trying to think of that for you guys not too long ago. So the company? Did you get the company name? No, he never gave me that. He like gave me her name, and he's it was the same name twice. He gave it to me once when he was in North Carolina, and then once the other time because I remember asking. I was like, "Who's that?" Because he was like, "He's like, I'm gonna have to have her call so and so today and make sure everything's still good to go." And I was like, "Who's that?" He's like, "The realtor." I was like, "Oh." Or not today, but like. If it ever comes Monday. to your mind, just. Yeah, I doubt it. That was such call. a. Yeah. I will try. I don't Lots remember of names. what it was. It's fine. It's not that critical. Um, that person may come forward to us, anyways, um, uh, perhaps. So okay. don't worry about it. Let's go back to the phone calls on Monday afternoon. Yeah, so. Um, so he's like texting me a lot of this information, and I'm starting to kind of freak out. And it's not like I'm freaked out, like, oh, she got murdered. I mean,. That is not what I thought. It's like, okay, like, the way I looked at this, like, apparently his wife had been gone since midday. Well, was when she got, like, reported missing. I didn't know that. Like, he's, the way I looked at this, it was, I got home from work just now. I mean, he didn't say that, but I interpreted, I just got home from work. And my family is not here. So when we're texting for like a few hours, like the cop thing was kind of weird, but he's like, Nikki insisted they call the cops. Nikki insisted they call the cops. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm just trying to figure out, well, like, what role does this woman play in this situation? Like, is she... Did you know who she was? No, I don't know any of his people. Um, like, this has been pretty, like, tight wrap for a while, which is probably a really good thing. Um, but anyways, um... I didn't know, like, who she was. And so, um, like, I started asking him. I was like, well, where do you think your wife is at? And he's like, he's like, I think she'll be back tonight. Like, I think she's, like, out with somebody. 
and he was telling me that they had had a disagreement. So I was like, well, I remember telling him, I was like, you should make sure that you have a, oh, um, wait a minute. No, 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 no. So all that happened. And then it starts getting kind of laid out. And I remember we talked for text for a while and part of this conversation, and then it moved to the phone. Um, and I remember telling him, because he was like, I think she'll just be back tomorrow. I think she's just going to be gone for the night, like, with a friend, you know? And Did like, he name the friend? No, he didn't. And, like, I... Well, and because I, I don't think... He made it sound like he didn't know, like, what friend's house she would be at. And I remember talking to him, and I was like, well, maybe it's that Nikki girl. And he's like, well, Nikki called the cops, so why would she be at Nikki's house? I'm like, I don't know. Kind of throws her off the trail of where she's at, you know? And it's like, it sounds kind of weird, but it's like, I, he really made this sound like this woman was just, like, upset, left the house, and that was probably what he thought happened to her. And so I, I didn't really put too much, like... Did he tell you the kids were missing as well? Yes, I knew. Okay. I mean, which made sense to me because I was like, well, if you were at work all day... I mean, he didn't tell me he got home early. He didn't say that to me. So, I mean, it made sense. Like, if she's going to leave, they should probably go with her. Um, and, and so... I don't know. I wish, I feel like I wish I should have, like, processed all of this earlier, but I just don't feel like when one of my friends is gone, I'm like, oh my god.